0: Welcome XCFL to the No Name Necessary Podcast. I'm your host, John, a.k.a. Grizz. Uh, we have JMO again today. What's up, fellas? And we got Jack back.
1: How we doing, guys?
0: Jared's busy with family, so he couldn't get this one. Um, it's still going to be pretty fun regardless, even without his poor takes. Uh, and then, so today we're doing a top five EAGN oh. players obviously not including legends that you would want to take with you from this cycle to the next. And uh is that about coverage JMO? Yeah. That's about All right.
2: it. I was starting a franchise. Yep.
0: All right. So then we're uh jumping right into it. First overall pick for uh J-Mo squad.
2: Yeah. Well, so first I'm over here I'm just snacking on some blueberry muffins uh for lunch and uh deciding on my team. I decided Pick one. If I had one guy, I'm bringing into next cycle. I think this answer was clear for me. Um, it's Austin Hambrick from the Eagles. And I know we, we allowed double dipping. Um, so this guy probably made Grizz's list too. Um, but I remember in the first draft when this guy came up, and me and Grizz went back and forth for literally days, I feel like, about who he should take. Because um, he's worried about this guy's speed. Obviously, he has shown that the not having the elite elite speed. It wasn't a deal breaker, but he did end up with 92 speed, uh, 6'5, 23, I 99's across the board. I believe he's 99 overall. Yes. Um, This guy was just a freak. So that'd be a lot of fun. I love throwing the deep ball, the throw up one-on-one. I've been doing it for three years, even though this is the first year it actually worked uh, decently anyway um so this is a I clear like Cam baldwin. <laughs> uh, okay yeah yeah in Cam baldwin but this year it worked better there's a lot less interceptions this year um so austin hambrick would would easily be the first guy i would take in the next cycle
0: if i'm grading draft picks that's an a plus from me uh jack who do you got
1: wait so are we listing our number one guy first or just doesn't yeah. matter? who are you
0: taking first uh, like first? if it's a draft who are you taking one
1: I'm taking Justin Tuck first. Um, Cool. Yeah, I mean, just like he's a stud with his speed, the 99 speed. He's 6'3". I mean, he's probably the best Madden-generated corner we've ever seen. Um, I mean, just like a – I mean, he's still – like I don't know if we're including ages, but he's still young, and he's obviously got the really high man coverage. Um, You can get his zone up still. He's X-Factor. Everything about him is – I mean, it's just, like, the best corner of all time.
0: Nice. With my first pick, I'm taking the guy, Justin Tuck, which is he could be. 6'3", 204, you can put him at safety. 93 speed, 93 excel, 94 agility, 96 change of direction. With the big hitter, with the aggressive play ball, Kenny Davis out of Baltimore with the 42 interceptions. Love this guy. I'm an idiot and could have drafted him, but I didn't. And, uh just look at the production and honestly in my opinion he's last season's uh MOP I voted for him one uh he's he's from the U I'm taking this guy first not hesitating and he's uh 26 x-factor so you're gonna have him for like eight nine seasons at an elite level play so that's my first pick and then we'll move on to number two and it's Jack taking his number two guy
1: yeah, so here I'm going to have uh, uh, Ross, the corner from, uh, I think it's Justin. It's Jay Ross, but from uh, uh, the Raiders. For he the, was a
0: uh, wheel spin, Junior
1: Ross. Yeah, Junior Ross, for exactly. I mean, for similar reasons as Tuck, just a superstar corner with really good speed. Um, he's got some height at 6'2", so um, for a lot of the same reasons why I chose Tuck, um, you know, I'd love to – I mean, you guys know me. I'm going to build around my corners, especially tall ones that are fast. So um, he's 6'2", 95 speed, 96 Excel, um, 90s in both man and zone, um, X-Factor. So he's a stud.
0: On the secondary, I like that pick. What about you, j on that one?
2: Uh, number two, I am going to be a homer and take my old defensive tackle, Rell Kramer um he was also from the first draft oddly enough um just because he's sucked since i left the league i can't i can't you know sort of dock him for that because jared doesn't know how to use defensive tackles and he moved into defensive end for some reason
0: Um, dude i pray that the computer did that (laughs) yeah it's embarrassing if it
2: didn't but um (laughs) this guy was, was really good he was on pace to be a lot higher overall and everything but um 63295 sickle so play on the inside and he was originally a d tackle but he could also be uh d tackle you know in the nickel formation 80 speed 93 strength uh 97 finesse move 84 block shed um i don't think anything else really matters I, this guy was just a monster um throughout the again before jared took over Um, He was getting over 20 tackles for a loss, over 12 sacks a season. Um, He did get hurt one year, but um, this guy was just a a lot of fun to use. And I have my offensive guy that I'm going to force feed uh, jump balls to, and I need my sack artist for all the times I throw interceptions, and that's where Daryl Kramer comes in and taking a homer pick.
0: I like to pick. I like to position uh we're staying defense my number two off the board pretty easy for me it's like Dar- Darrell Kramer but better six stick, three oh nine, twenty-two superstar on Pittsburgh's roster Ben Estes I want to say the name's Estes um he's got 96 finesse and I'm just going off you know with the boost or whatever because I'm not trying to do math and figure all these guys out but uh 92 strength, 83 speed, 88 excel, 83 speed's the second fastest DT in the league right behind uh, Oliver. He has 96 finesse. um, And he has like a 81 power move. And what was his his block shedding? His block shedding is an 86. And then if traits matter, I don't know. He has a bull rush. He has swim move. And again, 22 superstar. And he's already looking like this. Doesn't really have the production uh, some of these other guys got because he's uh, brand new, but he already has uh, like 20 sacks in uh, his short time in the XCFL on a loaded uh, Steelers front four there. So, yeah, I think I haven't heard a bad pick yet. Um, We need a Jared on the show for that. And then number three, uh, I guess it's me. Yeah, we got out of order on the last one. But number three, here's where I uh... – oh, no, number three, I'm going safety. Uh, Brian Donald. There was two other guys that looked really good. There was Kerry Lewis, Pat Verdon. They're a little bit older, though. Verdon definitely has his production. Lewis is a athletic freak. Like, he has change of direction, which you don't really see on a safety. He has agility. He's over 90s in his coverages. But I'm going with the guy out of the Giants, Brian Donald. He's 23-94 uh, X-Factor. He's got 93-man, 91-zone. He's 6'2", 222. So uh, he's going to be laying the boom. And he has aggressive play ball. Still don't know if that matters. I don't know what matters. But uh, I know that speed matters. And it's interesting taking a safety because still, I feel like you could plug anyone there. But this guy is just such a stud, so young. Uh, you would have him for an entire cycle if we started with him now. So that's uh, my third overall. And then we'll go with uh, J-Mo. Sure. Uh, I'm actually
2: going to sort of copy your last track, go to the same team with the Steelers. Um, but I'm taking a different defensive lineman. I love stacking the D-line. I think getting the pressure is the way to go, um, whereas you guys are going with defensive backs. Uh, but I took Max Alexander uh, also from the Steelers. Um, I'm noticing that some of these stats are buffed because of the coaching bonuses but there's not really a way to see it without that so
0: it is what it is but um you can click on him, but like who cares yeah it has the pluses we all have the buff so whatever
2: yeah Uh, he's a 92 strength 92 block shed 99 power move 99 finesse move 99 awareness we know that's what's up uh 81 speed 81 excel 89 hit power 99 pursuit hey this dude is a monster um He'd probably be a lot better off if he ended up with me. I could have really put some stats on him. Um, But overall, stats are still good. I mean, he's averaging 27 tackles for loss a season. Um, He had one bad season on sacks, but every other year, uh, basically around, probably averaging out to 11. Um, He's been a a monster. Obviously, um, the Steelers have been very successful. This guy's been there the whole time. help and lead that team to be successful. They almost have an undefeated season. So he has sort of that uh, aura around him of just victory and success. I would like that. Uh, I I certainly don't see that myself. So uh, this dude's just a stud. Uh, I would definitely bring him along, um, sort of fortify my D-line, get ready to go. So Max Alexander, pick number
0: three. Jack, before your pick, does that get a GM fired right there? He just took Alexander over Estes. this is the same, but younger, bigger, better.
2: He's not better.
1: I'm taking it if they got it on the same team later on.
0: Oh, okay. (laughs) Got to be Keontae. Uh, Jack, number three.
1: Yeah, for number three, I got uh, Kenny Davis for a lot of the reasons you said earlier. Again, just a big, tall, fast corner. 99 overall, 6'3", 93 speed. He's got 99-man coverage, 95-zone covers, 99-press. I mean, just – I mean, you guys, like I said earlier, you guys know how I like to build, and those three guys are far and away the best three corners. So, can't miss with any of those three guys. I'd take them all.
0: And then, JMO, you lead us off for uh, your fourth overall here.
2: Fourth overall. This guy is actually sort of interesting. I doubt he makes any of the list. I'm going to actually – Get, I'm moving number five up to number four. I'm gonna pick a new number five because I had Kenny Davis. I love that dude. Uh, easily would have been my pick four. But I'm gonna switch it up um, so we don't all three same name the same guy. Um,
0: his research is deep.
2: My research is deep, so I got plenty <laughs> of names. Um, Jack will be familiar with this guy. I actually went with a running back, Quincy Sims, um, who's currently playing for the Bucks. Um, I feel like you could generally run with anybody. Um, so I, I would normally not want to carry a guy. But this guy is, is something special. Um, he's at 96 feet, 96 acceleration, 98 carry, 93 ball carrier, uh, 88s in juke and spin, and a 93 change of direction. Uh, that's just like crazy freaky. Um, he started out with the Chiefs initially. Um, I don't know how. It doesn't look like he, he did very very much over there. Um, but I I would make him a star. Um, he was a first-round pick, um, so a late first-round pick on a running back. This is the type of guy that you could build the whole offense around, um, and I like doing weird stuff with, like, if I had the, the personnel, you know, putting a running back over at slot receiver, um, putting tight ends at fullbacks, um, just to get guys in different positions to match them up with different guys. Uh, I think a guy like this would be a lot of fun, even just doing, like, putting him out in five wide having to run drags or doing um you know stretches and he would be the rpo slot guy stuff like that i think could be a lot of fun to mess with with this guy so i took um quincy sims pick number four
0: i like that pick he definitely made my uh my list uh before the list because i mean having a guy like that would be so much fun um so I, I definitely agree with you there. My number four, a guy I think we already mentioned twice, at least once. I'm going Justin Tuck. It's only right I bring uh Hambrick son along into the new cycle. He uh he's 99 speed, like Jack said, and then I don't know. Uh, J- uh, Jiggy said agility matters. He thinks on crossing routes, and he has 94 excel, 94 agility, 95 man. So uh yeah, I think Justin Tuck's a great pick. Um. Like we've said already, and then we're all pairing him up with Kenny Davis. Like, just imagine that actual secondary—that'd be insane. Um, and then our fifth and final pick, Jack. Uh, leads I, have, on that one. I haven't done my
1: first pick yet, but I'll do that now. Uh, Oops. <laughs> and that is uh, Keontae Charles, as I was saying earlier. And that's—I uh, mean, mainly because I mean he's ninety-eight overall. Um, he's a little bit older at twenty-eight, but. Uh, uh, He's got the 90 speed for a defensive end, which is crazy, 87 at Excel. Um, He's got the 99 finesse moves, which, you know, he's going to get those quick sheds um, when you're rushing the passer. He's got uh, a good enough block shed at 79, 80. Um, So if you were to use him, like, you're going to get quick sheds in the run game. Um, But just, I mean, just... 90 speed for defensive end plus the 99 finesse moves. He's a superstar potential. I mean, he's just he's a freak. So um, he's definitely a guy that I'd want to bring along. And then for my fifth, you guys mentioned him earlier, but it's going to be Hambrick. Um, I mean, just he's a unicorn. Uh, 6'5. Um, you know, obviously 92, 93 speed, really good. Now he's got the high 90s and all the route running categories. Um, we all kind of saw this. Uh, cycle And, you know, next cycle, I think it's going to be similar where, you know, the size actually does, you know, make a difference. Um, so, you know, the pair to the size with the speed, you know, Hambrick's a freak. I just think he'd be higher on my list if receivers weren't, um, you know, I, th- I think, you know, corners are a little bit more valuable and harder to develop. so. Um, a guy like Hambrick, who, you know, is kind of more of a unicorn. And we got three, you know, guys at corner, but I just think corners are, are more valuable. So, um, Hambrick comes in at five for me.
0: And then my fifth, uh, I definitely looked at Keontae Charles, considered him. There's a couple other guys we'll get into after our pick. But uh, I went with Davion Cheeks, the uh, Tampa Bay outside linebacker. He's 24. He's 93 overall. He's superstar dev. 88 speed, 92 excel, 92 finesse move. Um, And then what I thought was interesting, he has swim move trait, which I don't know. Who knows? And then uh, I thought it was interesting that he has 78 zone too. So like if you get caught and you don't, uh, he's not actually like blitzing or whatever. And he's playing like a purple or something or a, a hook that you have a, you have some legit zone out there with some speed. So he can make some plays like that. So for my pass rusher to go with Ben Estes, um, I took uh, Jadavion Cheeks at five. Mm -hmm.
2: All right, well, I will go with my six, who's moved up to five because I didn't want to go over Kenny Davis again. Um, This one sort of hurts me um, because, of course, I want a big tight end. I want to take Howie Mitchell, the six-foot-eight giant, um, but I can't because Jared ruined him for me. Um, so I'll take the the tight end that was drafted because of how well Howie Mitchell did. Um, Brenton Silverman from the Cowboys. Um, I want to pick a Nick guy. It's the last thing I want to do. Uh, but this guy checks all the boxes and then some. Uh, 6'5", 246. Um, and again, like like Jack had said, the size and speed, that's always been, even when it didn't work, I just love these are the bigger, bigger players. Um, but this guy also has 90 speed, 91 catch, 91 excel, 94 spec catch. Um, which I don't even know how that's possible because every time I upgrade a tight end, I feel like they rarely ever get spec catch. So that uh, is sort of a unicorn in itself. Um, I think at least as far as I saw, looking at the league sorted by spec catch at tight ends, he's the highest by far, the next highest rookie that came in. Uh, was Howie Mitchell at 85, and this guy's 94. So he is nine, nine points higher. Um, it's just a, a wild combination of players. And sort of like the running back, how I like moving him around. Um, this is something Nick did with this guy was he liked moving him around. Again, you can't do too much, but I mean, you can put him back at, tight, at fullback. Um, clearly, there's still another tight end on the field, so you're subbing a different tight end up to move him back. Uh, you could put him at slot. Um you can move these types of guys around. It's just a lot of fun to use. Uh, get him the ball in different ways. Um it'd be a lot of fun to run with that guy. So with my fifth pick, uh lock me in with uh unfortunately Brenton Silverman from the Maze and Blue, Michigan.
0: Yeah, and uh he he's another guy I wrote down his production's crazy if you look at it. Sixty-one tight ends or sixty one touchdowns leads all tight ends. That's only three too far who didn't make the list and Hamburg who did make the list. And uh he has over five thousand yards, so i'm I'm sure he's uh locked into the Hall of Fame, plus Nick makes the list, and there's usually ten or twelve Nick players, so of I think course. he you can lock yeah. him in for sure. um well, that's it for our, the top five, so the repeats were what Kenny Davis, uh Justin Tuck, I think that's all the repeats. uh yeah, we did get deservebroke, Lambbergke got
2: twice.
0: Well, I mean, I mean, three all the way across yeah. the board because you had Davis, but you swapped him. So I think yeah. uh, that shows you who corners and obviously tall, athletic corners. Uh, some some guys we can go over some guys before we end it that uh we thought could make the list, but actually didn't make our list. I I like the middle linebacker that played on Pittsburgh for a while and then went to Buffalo. Luke Faulkner, uh, 91 speed, 89 excel. He's uh 92 overall, and uh, he was getting a lot of picks there. Um, he got like five a year in Pittsburgh. Then he got five his first year in Buffalo. I don't know if they uh they moved him outside or something, but yeah, Faulkner's a guy I thought would be fun to take. I don't know if it's the Oklahoma State or what, but like 89 zone coverage on a middle linebacker, I still I still like that. And you would have him, you'd have him for the whole cycle with his speed and his age and his dev. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I. um, <laughs> One guy that I really liked that I didn't
2: put on here um, was on Guac's team, quarterback Jamie Hughes. Um, when we came into the, the league, I mean, I always do a, a lot of testing and research, and I saw a good amount of guys that were quarterbacks that were, you know, 87 plus speed. Um, and then the league rolls around and we're doing our drafts. And. This is the only guy that was above 87 speed that came out the whole cycle. Um, he had 91 throw power, 90 speed, 90 Excel, 90 change of direction. I mean, that's, you know, summoning from from hell with this guy. Um, it would just be a, a lot of fun. Again, like how I talk about Lamar Jackson being the reason that somebody would take the Ravens because he's such a unicorn. This guy is a unicorn from our draft class in regards to those types of athletics. There's just nobody else um, that was that was close. Um, I think the the closest one I saw was uh, Raya had a guy with 86 speed, 90 excel, 90 throw power, uh, and 78 change of direction. So I mean, there's just nobody that that really touches this guy. Um, he doesn't have tight spiral, which is again, I don't know what matters, but to me that. It matters a lot. Um, So that's the only thing that that I didn't like. If he had that, I would have put him on here. Um, It would just be a a lot of fun to run with a guy like that You draft a guy like that. um, And then you didn't have to take a team specifically to get, you know, a a magical guy that you could run with the whole cycle. Uh, You sort of make them yourself. So that would be a a guy that I would have taken.
1: You got a guy, Jack? Uh, I think they were kind of all said, like the guys that just didn't make the list for me were uh, like the Brian Donald guy from the Giants. I think he was said, I mean, 6'2", 95 speed for safety. That's unreal. Carey um, Lewis, um, you know, he's just a little bit shorter, which is why he probably didn't make the list, but 94 speed for, for safety, 97 overall, 25 years old. So both those guys, um, I know uh, Max Alexander was said, the D-tackle from the Steelers. I mean, 99 overall. He's got um, 81 speed for a D tackle, which is crazy, you know? So, like, he's a guy that, um, you know, that I, I mean, Jiggy does it, but he can get the auto sheds, the quick sheds, and then, but have enough speed to kind of get down the line, which some of the D tackles in this game, they're just very lumbering, and it's hard to. Sometimes get to the quarterback, or if they start to scramble, like you just can't chase them down. So with a guy like that, that has eighty-one speed, a D tackle is is huge. So um, those are the the three guys that were kind of next next three up for me. So I think all three of them were said though.
0: Yeah, so I think we kind of covered it. Um, and then obviously another guy uh, though, um, Ian Burbank, uh, twenty-eight, ninety-seven overall, X Factor, eighty-four, eighty-eight on his speed and excel 93 throw power his uh accuracies were 96 99 99 and the production is crazy too obviously he's on a wings team but 285 touchdowns to 116 interceptions but then also uh the rushing touchdowns he had like 37 and he only had like 24 fumbles and you compare that to other EA Gen guys like denzel rice has like 38 fumbles i think um that's probably just because he was playing the hit stick king though, huh, JMO? That's it.
2: That's all that matters,
0: yeah. So yeah, I think that's a guy you could throw in there. You could have your quarterback. Um 28's getting up there for this list. And then I thought uh two two other pass rushers definitely deserved contention for the list. Both in the uh NFC West. Justin Wharton from Seattle, he's he's pretty similar to Keontae Charles but not quite the athlete 6'5, 251 uh so like if you're guac and you want your guy you could definitely justify that pick and the other guy out of arizona bryce cofield he's 25 95 overall x factor 87 speed 93 excel 97 finesse and uh his strength isn't the same as charles but he has more block shedding so i think you could make a case there i'm still taking on cheeks personally but I think that's all the guys on my list. Uh, you have any left, JMO? Well,
2: it was interesting you said the thing about Burbank's fumbles because um, he actually does have the highest carry out of all the quarterbacks, not even just the agent, um There's all the quarterbacks that are that are still in the game right now in our league. So uh, that was an
0: interesting tidbit. Yeah, he plays more. Um, he, he's had more seasons than Rice, and he has like 14 less fumbles. So I because...
1: Uh, Nick doesn't use conservative ball carry. Wings does. Uh, really? Mm. Is this the point where we
2: get into conservative ball carry? I saw that as a thing in the chat the other day. Um, <laughs> the other night, somebody was talking about. I it. mean,
1: you just you never fumble, but you just can't use moves. You know, that's only a bad downside of it. But you literally don't. it Doesn't matter what your carry rating is, you won't fumble.
0: You know. So, so. next year's requirement then. Since we can use the left stick to cut.
2: Potentially. Nope. I mean, there's no, there's no rules that are set in stone. Anything is subject okay, true, to things. true. No yeah. matter how excited I, legal I be disclaimer. about something. Yeah. Legal disclaimer.
0: How do you um, Craig... Huh? I was just getting Craig ready to uh, stop. You got any more guys you wrote down on your list?
2: I don't have anything else on my list. Um, but I think one of the, the big takeaways is, and I've been saying this since before, I mean, me and you guys have gone back and forth before every draft about guys um i feel like we did some pretty sick um in-depth research um but the main thing i always say when i go into a draft is i want to take a guy that's going to be like a unicorn like you want a guy that's going to have something special that stands out about him ideally of course it's height size speed strength every stat is max um when a lot of times you can't end up with that. But these were the guys, they all had good size. They all had good strength. Um, they all had great production uh, outside of quarterback. quarterback. Um, but they, they all had they, – they were all just special players from the cycle. Um, and that, that's sort of like the type of guys that you could really build around. So I think it was fun looking through all the guys and trying to figure out who – who I'd want to build my team around. And it was interesting that we all sort of, for the most part, took different guys, which is what I was hoping for. Um, Yeah, it was a lot of fun.
0: Yeah. Uh, Yeah, and you're right. Like, flipping through the guys, you definitely saw some guys. Uh, Oh, one other uh, player I forgot to mention. The wide receiver, John Bowden from the Bears. He kind of under-the-radar guy. 97 speed, 93 excel. 24 year old x-factor 510 so i think you can make a case taking that kind of speed for the cycle i've never even heard of this guy until the uh until we did the show he's probably scoring touchdowns on me in playoffs but i didn't even realize it but yeah I, i think it like you said looking through all the uh the ratings and the stats like there's some interesting stuff there's some uh there's some players that you you thought you know like uh maybe the Lions' safety who came out as a freak. He thought maybe he would make some more noise or like even, uh, my wide receiver, Jimmy Manning, who's like even more of an athlete over Hambrick, same size. Uh, he has like a third of the production, if that. So it's just, it was kind of cool flipping through and like, it's just like the NFL, you know, you don't know who's going to work out and who's not. And that guy was taking one overall, Mm-hmm. just poor coaching. Um, so, yeah, that'll uh, finish this show. Thought it'd be interesting. It kind of bridges the uh, the old cycle with the new cycle a little bit just for fun, um, especially with the, the Hall of Fame show coming up. We'll probably see most of these guys on there. And... Well, definitely next definitely guy. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. All right, well, uh, that'll end it. Thank you guys for joining us, and we'll see you on the next one, uh, next cycle.